Today I have a very exciting announcement to make, but I'm going to get there by telling you a little story. And this started about 10 years ago or so, I don't remember exactly when. I know that I'd been a theology nerd for a good decade at this point, and I decided, I was just joking with some friends, that I need to write a book that would be like the adult flannel graph. And I'm not talking adult, like X-rated, and if you don't know what a flannel graph is, you can go Google it. Suffice to say, this is how they taught the Bible to kids back in my day. And what I'm talking about is kids' Bible stories. It's those same stories that you might have heard at a vacation Bible school, or when your grandma dragged you to church when you were six years old, or maybe you had some little kid's story picture Bible, that it's you've always got like some cute cartoony little picture that's entirely inaccurate, and just a couple sentences telling this very abridged version of the story. But then so many people grow up, and that's their only perspective on these stories. And you've only even gotten a handful of the stories. You got like the highlight reel of the Bible. And we end up, we view it like it's Mother Goose, that they're these cute little stories with a nice moral, it's a good thing to teach kids. And that's not what the Bible is at all. And so the whole idea was, yeah, there's a lot more to these stories. I should make something that, you know, trying to give those same stories the whole thing. But I didn't do anything with that until my son was born. And somebody gave us a baby's first Bible. I don't remember who it came from. If you're out there, thank you. Let me explain why it mattered. Because it was exactly what I was talking about. Cute picture, a couple sentences. But a couple of years later, that became my son's favorite book in the world. We read that thing cover to cover every night at bedtime, to the point that I think my whole family could darn near recite it. And my nerd self was reading the thing going, gosh, there's so much more to these stories. But of course, the two-year-old's not ready to hear all that. But then I'm looking around at my friends and family, people I know and love, and realizing this is the only version of those stories that they know. So many of them only have this little cartoony three-sentence version when I know there's so much more. So then I began actually writing. I called it Flannel Graph's Greatest Hits. It was grown-up lessons from favorite childhood stories. And it took a long time because I have a day job and a family and wasn't an experienced writer, so it was slow going. But over time, I built up this thing going through all these different stories, a lot of my favorites from my old Flannel Graph days. But then when I was just about done and feeling good about it and ready to like find a publisher and get it out there, I started looking at it because by that point I had started this punk rock theologian thing and had this mindset of you don't need to just listen to an expert to explain the Bible, you can read it yourself. And I looked at the book I had worked on for years and discovered all I had done was try to make myself another expert. I was the one saying, well this is what the story really means and you might have missed this detail and I didn't want that at all. So then I had to pull back and completely revamp the thing. and. Instead, just made it a focus on the stories and the humanity in the stories, because that's what's beautiful about a story. A story is about, you know, people and things that happen. It's not about, to get a story right, you don't have to get all the lines right. You don't have to memorize the exact words to, to communicate a story. That's why story is like the universal language of the humanity. And God knew that in advance, so he gave us a Bible full of stories that explain his character, explain human nature, explain how the world really works. These are stories. And I just tried to really focus on things that you don't need decades of study to know. It's things that if you just take the time to read it and stop and think about, gosh, what would this be like for that person? And that's 
the stories that I tried to focus on. And so now I'm super excited to announce that Punk Rock Theology is available for pre-order, and I'm pretty sure by the end of this month you can have a physical copy in your hand. Uh, I'll share a link in the description of this video. But this book is, this is very special to me because it's entirely the philosophy of Punk Rock Theologian. That it's, if you've seen any of the branding on any of my sites, it says anyone can read the Bible and everyone should. And that's exactly what I'm trying to show here, that these are stories. Anybody can read a story. We all love stories. That's why TV and movies and supermarket tabloids and social media, that's why all of that stuff exists, because we're drawn to stories. And I wanted to just show these stories and provide, you know, the references and stuff so you can go read the actual story in a Bible and make sure I'm not saying something stupid, because I might. But I, I'm just trying to get people to say, this, these stories can be interesting, and I can read a story and relate to a story. You can crack open a Bible and read the thing yourself. That's the whole idea.